When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yayo, yayo, folks. Welcome to the latest and the greatest from the Yonko table. That is the voice of Grandmaster Hoop coming at you from the throne of Wakanda because we are here to talk about the latest and the greatest from Marvel. And that is, of course, the sequel to 2018's hit film, Black Panther. Yes, folks, we're talking Black Panther, Wakanda forever. That's right, folks. It is 2022, and we have the follow-up to the worldwide phenomenal nom that is Black Panther. And a lot of big shoes to fill here, a lot of big shoes to fill here. And we're sure going to get into them more in depth, but... As we know, with the late passing of Chadwick Boseman, this film had us a lot riding on its shoulders. And of course, as it closes out phase four of Marvel, some would think it needs to close out on a bang. And we're here to talk about whether or not it succeeded in all aspects. With me, as always, is fellow Yonko, Dr. Jace Attorney. Dr. Jace Attorney, are you Wakanda forever or are you Kukulkan? Toot, toot, toot. Toot, toot, toot. <laughs> is that i think is that your answer is that your final yeah. answer <laughs> that's my final answer i'm locking it in sure sure we'll we'll take that we'll build from there we'll build listen from there. we're not alone on this venture uh we have some supernovas joining us to talk about whether or not black panther wakanda forever has done everything it needs to do as a sequel and then some let's hear who's joining us tonight who's that dork it's dars hi i'm dr rika from the yonko table and you're not watching disney channel all right folks let's get into it uh like i said earlier we know what this film needs to get done we know what this film needs to do by its characters and established world. Let's just go overall thoughts real quick. Did we walk out of here having found enjoyment? Did we walk out of here satisfied? Let's just go around the room real quick. Where are we? Where do we stand? Wakanda forever. Anybody? Um... I, oh man, I don't know. Uh, so the first Black Panther movie, I think, was just a wee bit better. Just a wee bit. But I feel like uh, this movie, whenever it leaned into its emotion, 
right? When Wakanda Forever like led into, uh, you know, the mourning and the grieving process of their king, T'Challa. I felt like that's the movie at its best. Uh, it was an emotional roller coaster. I really enjoyed the first and second act. And then Marvel did its thing that it always does in every third act of the movie. And um, I mean, we'll talk about it, but I, I feel like they lost me by the third act. The first two acts, I think, were really good. Emotional stakes were really high. Angela Bassett slays, as always. Always, every scene that she's in. And um, yeah, I, I don't think it's better than the first. Uh, but... Um, Overall, I, I I think it's it does what it needed to do, given the circumstances that they were in. I I see you itching, Dars. Just come out and say it. Um, <clears throat> this movie had a lot of good moments in it, um, for sure. Did I hold it to the same expectation as the first movie? Maybe. Um, should I have not? I should definitely have not. Um, we were discussing this in the car ride back. Um, the first movie just left you with so much hype. Like, I was ready to charge on the world. And this one, I didn't get the same feeling, the same internal feeling as a moviegoer, um, as a Marvel fan, and as um, just, you know, someone who who likes storytelling. It was, it was definitely an interesting story. Um, it's definitely something that has been done before, um, like with the stories of revenge. And then um, I do have to say, like, I the entire movie, I didn't know who I was rooting for. I wanted to root for the main person on there, but I was also very kind of on the side of the villain, the quote unquote villain of the movie. So I have a lot to unpack and like I hope that this podcast can help enlighten me with some things that I might have missed but um overall it was just a little underwhelming but that's because I did have high expectations for it. Dr. Rigger, are your expectations quite as high as it seems to be shared amongst the table? I feel like uh, Dr. Jace kind of summed up some of my thoughts is like, I think when it leaned into a lot of the emotional and parts and the relationship and the grief and the anger and how do we kind of continue to move forward when we're, we're losing things around us, uh, that's where I was really invested. Um, uh, I think I imagine we'll have some conversation around just the how historical elements and colonization and how that was kind of a thread uh, throughout this as well that I found intriguing. I think what lost me is frankly, I think some of the marvel of it all, um, which I feel like has been a pretty consistent conversation we've been having. Like, I feel like over the last year, um, I've certainly been feeling a little bit of fatigue. And I think when it got to certain action points, I was like, mm, not as interested. Like, I love these characters. I want to just be with the characters. I don't, I don't know if I cared as much about some of, some of all the action play. I think there were a few scenes I was like, oh, okay, I'm invested because this is really cool. And others where I, I think Dr. Jason pointed out sort of leading towards the third act where I was like, mm, I just want to spend time with the characters that I enjoy and, and get to know them as people because that's what was like 
connecting for me in, in this in this film so i don't yeah it, it i i didn't really i tried not to go in with expectations um i think because of just the circumstances and so just really wanted to enjoy myself and i felt like i did enjoy myself um but there are parts that i really enjoyed and then parts that i didn't feel as connected to so what did you think grandmaster because your expectations for this movie were extra oh no 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 see do not confuse expectations with hyping of an experience and when i say an experience the first black panther did such a wonderful job at bringing uh a people together to celebrate that film uh you know black people you know storm the theaters with the shikis and these garments and all this pride right there's a cultural renaissance per se and we saw that in the behind the scenes too that is what i was here for my shirt says it all so do not get that confused with expectations i too set my bar really low because for one i don't like being disappointed I can't say this film disappointed me because my bar was not high. Was I blown out of the water? Water. Ha ha ha. Unintended. Uh, no, I was not. I, I was not blown out of the water. And what you all failed to say is, no, you did not walk out as satisfied as you thought. I wanted you to say it. I did not walk out satisfied as what I thought. There are strong elements to this film, no doubt. And there's deeper conversations that will be fun to have, no doubt. But this film is definitely overstuffed. And that was my biggest problem with this film. We can't enjoy some of the smaller, quieter moments with the characters because there's so much other stuff jam-packed in here. And that's a problem. And I agree. It, you, you feel it. You feel it throughout. You feel it throughout. So I think we all share a relatively similar sentiment for sure um but yeah let's there's a lot of elements here there's a lot of elements here um real quick uh let's talk let's talk plot i guess the plot's gonna be the heaviest thing for sure uh we're in the wake of the death Should of t'challa the, uh, the spoiler alert warning oh we... no people know people know no no you should not be listening to a wakanda right. forever pod if you don't think you're gonna get spoiled okay as long as the disclaimer's on there I'm it's fine. there in there. yeah no 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 they know uh so yeah so yeah plot we're in the wake of the death of t'challa um we see everybody grieve we see everybody bounce back from it and we are literally thrown into the next big conflict uh what uh vibranium again it, the world wants vibranium what's new uh there's vibranium found it is in the territory of Talokan, which is Atlantis, but great okay, twist right and <laughs> great, great little, you know. Uh, so, so it is liberties. Atlantis, right? There are liberties. There are okay, liberties. Okay. Yeah. But because DC has the rights to Atlantis with Aquaman, Marvel that cannot use Atlantis. Is that the case? Like, is that what it is? That they can't say Atlantis? I, they don't own. No, they no, 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 no. They cannot refer to them as Atlanteans. No, that. No. I don't know about if you're that. No. In the big screen, you cannot refer to them as that, Atlantis. That is not true. They do not have the rights. They did not make Atlantis. <laughs> 
They did That's not. like saying but... someone coined the term Mount Olympus. They can't use Mount Olympus in any it's, other it's, movie. It's a little different though because Atlantis is like a fictional um, tale and it's past 1930, so it is open domain. But because it's used on the big screen so recently, they have a little bit of a pushback with the rights of using Atlanteans. Plus, it gets confusing for the audience. The people already think Superman is part of the Avengers. Why are we going to try to incorporate Aquaman into all of this? See, I rather believe I rather I see. I don't. I don't want to hear that. That doesn't. That doesn't make me give them props and their flowers. I give them props for taking liberties and taking the concept of Atlantis and doing this. Yeah, Atlantis is in itself is is part of like a mythology, right? Like there's a lot of people who believe that Atlantis was like a lost city somewhere when like maybe the floods happened. Who knows? Um I'm I am loving the way that this story was told and I'm loving like the location. Like them going into the caves right by the Yucatan Peninsula. Um I'm not sure if anybody is familiar with like the the lore behind the Yucatan, but apparently that was where the meteor struck that wiped out the dinosaurs and so that's why the yucatan has all of the cenotes and caves underneath it because of the way that the earth kind of was shooketh so having like a secret underground city right there makes total sense and i love the direction that they went with that right which is cooler to say than copyright to atlantis so stick with that that's a cooler that's a cooler take that's a cooler take so yes but Tal- can we go back really quick to the first scene that let, we let me let me i'm just giving the basic yeah, i'm not i'm not getting into nitty-gritty i'm not doing nitty-gritty i'm i'm laying out i'm laying out what this Lay film out. gave us so we have Talokan run by namor namor whatever you want to call it i like namor namor, uh, namor. namor. who called him namor that's his name. Uh, they say Namor, but you know he introduces himself as Namor, and that's um, the way you say it. He tells the audience. I agree. I agree. Uh, Namor and his people have a deposit of vibranium. Uh, the sea is their territory. They do not wish to share. They wish to bring Wakanda into their fold as allies. Uh, however, then that's where our major conflict comes about because we have a MacGuffin of Riri Williams as a bright eyed genius who has a machine that can discover vibranium and they don't like that. And that is where our central conflict collides all the while dealing with all this grief and loss. Here we are. Now we get into the nitty gritty of it all. And I mean, like, let's also go into the the fact that this is yet again another revenge story, just like Civil War, and just like the um, what is that the term antithesis and antagonist of Black Panther. So we're back <clears throat> onto the revenge train, and whose revenge time, though? Whose revenge? So we are on a revenge from Kuku Klan from Namor, Namor, whatever you want to call him. Um he is having the revenge of people wanting to come and colonize his land. And he he has that fear. 
And then we have now a revenge story again with Shuri avenging her family that has that is no longer with her. I gotta stop pussyfooting around this because I know that whoever's listening should be watching the movie and no, there and are no. You this can is go spoilers. No, I know, I know. But here, let's let's talk about Namor and this revenge plot. Yes, colonization is brought back into the fold, uh, rightfully so. Again, that's the liberty of taking an established character who was originally just a white Atlantean mutant. And now they give him this cultural background of Mesoamerican. Um, oh, that was extra. He wasn't like that before. Never. No, this never. was this is totally okay. new. And again, the liberty taken here, I think, is really cool. In the comics, uh, he was a mutant. Huh? In the comics, yeah. he was a No, no. Yeah, I said he's a mutant. Yeah, he's oh, a mutant. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he was talking about the, the culture aspect that he has in this movie. Oh, yeah. So that's new. That's new. Totally different. And I got to say, I agree. This was such a cool way. And like the way they introduced the Atlanteans and drinking their version of the heart shaped herb. It was awesome. Awesome storytelling of how you can make these people make sense as to why they were hidden for so long, as to how they came to be, how he is different because he's born of both human and Atlantean blood and a little bit stronger because it was in the bloodline as he was being developed. Um, it's, 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 it's cool. There's a lot of symbolism that also joins in with Black Panther, how they take the, the heart-shaped herbs so that they can be Black Panthers. This one, they spread it amongst everyone so that way everyone can be part of that tribe, which... We can dive a little bit deeper into that later, but it's it's interesting to see how in this culture everything was shared, while the other culture things were um, left for certain people. Um, and in this one, uh, in with the Atlanteans, like it, it, I just loved how they they created the gills from drinking it, how they made them blue when they're above the water and then not blue when they're underwater. It was cool. It was I, I loved it all. You gotta stop calling them Atlanteans. Talocanians. You just Oh wow, they're blue they're not blue underwater. Did you not I, realize that? I did not I did not even realize that. I, I noticed some of them were like not blue underwater, but I thought, oh wow, those guys are special. <laughs> I didn't think that all of them oh, turned geez, to, the, man. wow. You missed the, the most obvious know. stuff. The more you know. That was right That's in cool. your face um yeah i think they did a i honest okay so my whole thing i like talokan i like the idea of another nation a powerful nation however i will say what the black panther films the one of their uphill battles is that the nations that they showcase have to be a character themselves as well shout out to Tanak, is it Tanak Huerta? Is that how you say his first name? Nobody knows. Who plays Namor? Yeah, who plays Namor. Oh, I, I have no uh, idea. He is the only one we get character from, and that's a problem for me. Uh, I asked some people, did you know that was his sister, Namor? Did you know that? Who was his sister? Uh, right, who was his sister? You don't even know who I'm talking yeah, was, about. That one, one in Darcy's, 
The one in Darcy's background on the left. That she was his sister? sister? Yes, and you you don't know this. And that's wow. That's that's a problem for that me. That was the one that fought uh Riri at the end, right? Yes. She, yes. she was the one on the suit. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Did they say that in the movie? Or uh No, they did not say that in the movie. And that's my okay. problem is that a lot of times, again, this is this uphill battle. I feel in the first Black Panther, we don't learn much about Wakanda. We learn there's different tribes but they don't really have necessarily a character. And we don't really hear many voices outside of the principal cast. Same thing kind of happens here. We don't really learn much about Namora. We don't learn much about Atuma. And then when we see Talokan, I feel all they did was swim through it. We don't learn much about anything. I, I agree, but I also have to pivot and say they already threw in a lot into this movie. This is a, was a very long movie. I, I understand, and that's a, that's a problem the whole development of like a, an entire nation like it's it could be a little challenging i think they did a really good job of swimming through it i think getting there took a little too long with like the whole stream process and everything like i get it it was it's hard to find but see all you're doing is adding to my point it is already an overstuffed movie it, it so. is an overstuffed movie, and I think they did a good job of, of showcasing the people even in those, like, little split scenes. And even at the end, when they were doing the comparison of, like, you know, people from Wakanda aren't as different than the people in not Atlantis. So, um, it's, it, there's, like, that, that contrast and that duality, but, um, it, it did enough for me, for me to, like, say, like, wow, this civilization is cool. Would I have wanted to spend more time in there? Absolutely. But it was enough for me to understand that, like, okay, this is a new civilization. They have their own ways of doing things. What's their way of doing things? Being underwater and swimming and having, like, their trade and, like... Trade? What they trade? They were throwing, like, rocks at each other. That See, that's my whole point. That's my whole point. If you're I going to... Like, how do you communicate underwater? How do you... Like, I get it. There's so many different questions we could have had, but it's already, like you said, an overstuffed movie. Like, I... I, I think the problem with it, though, is that if this was... This was the time to show something like that for a city like this, because I doubt we're ever going to see anything with this city again outside of the either... Either A, the, the mere mention of it, or B you 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 go to it in passing this I, this city was the focal that. point of the movie and i feel like if you wanted to really introduce us to the city and to, and show us the different aspects of it now was kind of the time to do it because i feel like we're not gonna th this city's not gonna be in the in the focus again i, I have to disagree. i don't feel that i is. think that they're gonna create a namor movie that we're what no no way i don't i don't see a namor movie in the near future for a very long time but again there's already another nation in this film which is another nation that i feel and again you you can disagree wakanda i feel takes another back seat here outside oh, okay. of the principal I, cast i absolutely agree and Again, if you're going to, that's the uphill battle is that if you're going to establish a nation, you got to show us the nation. We, again, get the principal cast, which is lovely and it's great and they did all a great job. But I feel I still know nothing about Wakanda. If they tell me MIT is a middle school uh, to Wakanda in schools, 
I, I guess I have to take their word for it because we don't see those kids running around in Wakanda with graphic calculators or something doing cool stuff. Uh, do you do you excuse it in any way, knowing that they're making a Wakandan show? I don't excuse it. It's just, um, I mean, if that Wakanda show ever comes, awesome. And I would love to see more Wakanda in that show. Shoot. If they are allies, maybe throwing Talokan into that show as well. Have an episode. They do an exchange program. I don't know. Oh, that, that, that would be nice. But it is really hard because the settings are characters themselves. Wakanda really was a giant set piece for a lot of the action scenes. And Talokan was very quiet scene where I feel we didn't get hardly enough. And even if we don't get enough of the settings themselves, the characters got to speak for the settings. And I don't feel we got anything outside of Namor. So that's uh, something I wanted to throw out You got there. some blue speech. You got blue speech in there. Which was a Mayan dialect. And that was really cool. I really like that they went with that direction. Again, they didn't just say, oh, they're going to speak Spanish. They're going to speak a Mayan dialect. And they all did their homework and they all studied up. And that was really cool. Um, very nice approach. Again, that's that. Again, I like to say they're taking liberties, but that's taking liberties with a purpose. They had a purpose for that. And I found um, that. Did you catch also when he was talking about like, oh, they brought their their guns and their germs? Did I hear correctly them say in that their awful language? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't remember if I heard it or not. I I, I remember the the disease. You're Small talking box. about like it's, in it's... the in the past in the yeah. 1500s. Yeah, I remember the disease part. I don't. I don't. I heard that he said other things, but I don't know what else he said beside the 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 disease that they brought. So I thought um, he made a jab to the Spanish language, and I was like, oh, interesting choice. Okay. I mean, he can. I, He's not wrong. To I mean, be fair, I, I feel like in that flashback scene, that's where they kind of started losing me a little bit, just a wee bit. Really? Cause, yeah, because I feel like it was, I I just don't like exposition. <laughs> and at that point, I had to hang on to every word that was being said, like, oh, man, this is really important. Don't slip up. Don't don't miss a word. Oh, shit. I didn't hear that third word. That was important. Uh, I don't know. That's just me. I, 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 I always don't like when they do. It. I, I, I like it being drip fed throughout the the story rather than all right. Here's the moment we get all the backstory. Here you go, and they just dump it all at once. Um, I don't know. Like, so what the? Can, can someone explain how he was born? Because I, I, oh, I don't know how he was born. No, we are not getting. He was born. No, 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 no. Like, it. like. No, how was he? How was he born? Like, is he because he's a mutant? So how was he? Uh... He was born of humans, two humans, but because she took part of that herb in the development process of him in the womb, his anatomy and physiology started to change. On top of the fact that he had a mutated genetic disease and or a mutation in his DNA already inside of him. Okay. Okay, that that explains everything. And that that, that thing that his mother ingested was um it's their like, version of the herb. heart shaped herb. It's like perfect. perfect. Um vibranium seaweed. 
vibranium seaweed. Look at that. See how easy that is, Grandmaster? You, you over there sweating bullets. I, I feel it doesn't explain much Woo! at all. That oh was, uh, to me, that felt very <laughs> convoluted, that scene. I don't We're going to lose track. Woo! I don't. The look scene. at Dr. Oh, so go ahead, Dr. Rika. No, I was saying that I actually really liked the scene. I think um, the first movie, I mean, we talked some about like colonialism, colonization, um, that that was a part of some of the conversation within the first movie uh, from the perspective of the Wakandans, but also Black Americans, etc. Um, and I liked that there was then some diving into like, yeah, this is not just impacting uh, this particular nation. This is something that has impacted other nations too. Uh, and so regardless of how pe other people feel about exposition dumps, I actually, if they're done well and, and we have things that feel, I don't know, like impactful, like being able to showcase this particular story, having like indigenous history blended into this like mythical type of world, um, but also being really respectful about it. It's something that I enjoy. Um, so I actually really liked that scene and felt that, yeah, I, I liked how it was interdispersed and because of the fact that I think to Grandmaster's point that we didn't get as much time within like the city at present and with the civilization at present, uh, I liked to at least uh, that we got to see the, the beginnings of it and how things were formed. So my perspective. No, I like that scene too. I think just the whole birth thing i don't know that was a little i was a little lost i was like okay he's a mutant that's all they had to say for me but i i think thematically speaking yes they do a great job at this is a world that was all affected by this one kind of idea of colonialism and the seeds spread and grow and fester as we see here with namor and his people which I think they did a good job. Let's go over to Wakanda. Let's check in with the people. Let's check in with the family. Shuri and the family. They have to overcome T'Challa's grief. And move forward. Big moving plot element. Thematic element were you there are we so most of y'all said you're there emotionally yeah did you feel this delivered for you uh leticia right at the forefront of it all are you are you moved by this that opening scene huh no Stars, you're saying no no i'm sorry like damn the opening were you scene? laughing in those scenes no not at all but i, I it was a it wasn't as impactful as I thought it would be. And I really wanted to, like, I'm a very emotional person, but like, for some reason, like, I didn't get as much emotion. I, to be honest, and this is gonna sound kind of crazy, but um, when they had the Marvel title slide pop up, when it was all Chadwick, like, that got me more emotional than the scenes itself. Did I feel like, you know, how Shuri was feeling like she wanted to do everything she can for her brother and like, even if it, that means like sacrificing being by his side, like, yeah, I get it. It's it, it was very rough, but for some reason, I didn't I was just a little bit disconnected from um, the emotions that took place and I wanted to see more like I wanted my my heartstrings to be like tugged just a little bit more. 
and I understand like you can't showcase a lot of, of stuff. Um, the one there was one scene though that kind of got me. Um, it when she ran back to his um, sarcophagus coffin. What is it called? A coffin. I uh, no, coffin. you could say sarcophagus because they believe in Egyptian culture. So running back to the sarcophagus, like she went and was crying, and I don't know if you noticed, but it was a man's hand that grabbed her shoulder, and then it cut to her mom. So I don't know if that was like an allusion to like she feels like her dad's presence or her brother's presence, but it like someone grabbed her, and I think she was kind of hoping the way that I interpreted it was like she was hoping that she can feel that connection with her brother, but it wasn't there. It was it's really her mom that was there. Um, and it, it was, it was definitely a ceremony and I, I got it, but I wasn't really too, I wasn't as emotional as I wanted to be about it. Does anybody else have anything to add? I'm, I'm going to say this. I got out all my emotions in that first trailer. Um, I feel that first trailer I cried. I did not cry the first time I saw the first trailer. I cried on my second watch and then I cried again on my third watch. And then I started crying up until maybe a month before the film. Every time that first trailer would come out, I feel like I got all my emotions out by the time this film hit, which is saddening because if anything, that was probably my only expectation. I actually wanted to feel sad. I wanted to see how they handled, you know, the passing of Chadwick. I wanted to see how they incorporated that into the story. And I feel I got all of that just from the trailer. And in the film, I think everybody did a good job, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I, I too kind of wasn't necessarily connecting to some of the scenes. Um, as much as I really wanted to, I will say, if anything, uh, flowers to Angela Bassett. I think I felt her emotional scenes more than any other character. For sure. Angela Bassett. Right. You're always going to feel it. I just, yeah, I just, you know, it's just, you know, again, all these actors are friends, first of all. Now she has to empathize as from the point of view of a mother. And so, uh, I don't know. I felt she really delivered. And that's where I feel I felt most emotional outside of the uh the post credit scene i actually teared up at that i don't know why but i did um but um yeah i i did feel though at points maybe sometimes the emotional bits not that they seem forced but i was like sometimes they were interjected into scenes and i was like huh i don't know if i would have put that here but yeah overall i wish i cried more uh uh i feel that's a terrible thing to say uh but I yeah I, on an I don't emotional know. roller coaster i wanted to be on it and i want i didn't want to get off but i don't think i ever i think i went on for the the hill and that's it yeah i guess i'm i'm the opposite here so i only watched the trailer once because i i want to see the trailer and then i watched nothing else since um so i cried throughout the movie cried at the beginning anytime there was something emotional i cried you know any swell of of emotion which is probably why i was so connected to the, the more like slower like character driven relationship driven scenes because i was just crying the whole time and i was wearing a mask and the mask was <laughs> the tears 
Um, I will say um, the only disappointing part, and it's not even the movie's fault. The very end, somebody had let the next crew of people that were like, like the next showing in to the very fucking last scene uh, of like Shuri on the beach. And I'm sitting here with my own like, okay, she's going to do the thing that her and her mom and the kids walk in and they loud and they're chomping on the candy. And I'm like, y'all, the movie's not done. And I couldn't even enjoy the post-credit scene. So I'm a little pissed about that. I'll have to revisit it in the future and, and just have that moment for myself. But that's not the movie's fault. It is whoever let them in to the theater's fault. But I was crying throughout, except for my ending cry, which I did want. But it's all right. I did cry enough. But I, I did I did feel more connection to to the scenes and to the emotions than some of what y'all are describing. So Well, Dr. No. J Sam, what about you? I'm kind of on Dr. Rika's side. I I really like the scenes with Letitia Wright and Angela Bassett. I mean, I, I, I will I will always praise Angela Bassett and everything that she's in. But uh, yeah, I feel like when they're really processing the grief of losing um, T'Challa and just trying to overcome it and trying to move on and, you know, uh, Angela's character and trying to take on the mantle as the queen of Wakanda and how that affects her relations with you know neighboring countries that you know this was a fear that wakandans had for for generations you know people fighting over vibranium and wanting to uh you know steal wakanda's resources and i just like how she kind of goes into that fear and uses it um you know against i guess her opponents in like the early scenes where she's basically saying you know, you guys can try and steal it, but I'm a mother that's pissed because I've lost everything. And I, I don't know, like I, I was really sold during those scenes. And then it it made it even worse once we, you know, her character actually dies later on. And I'm like, oh, well, damn, that was she was probably the best part of the movie. Why did y'all go and do that? I was I was very surprised that they introduced another death in the film. I did not think you think it was too much that they I don't think just it, um, should they have just had Chadwick be the main death that they're grieving? Do you think it was too much that they threw in another? Yeah, kind of, kind of because I think so. She's almost almost forgotten by the final bit of the third act, you know uh yeah i don't know i think i could have done without and i mean to be honest with you if it was a little bit of a this is gonna sound horrible but if it was a slower death i think i would have had a little bit more emotion like she was put in a coma and then like they're trying again everything to like save her and at the very end they find out like okay she's not gonna make it like something like that i feel like it would be a little bit more of a tear jerk than like just finding out right then and there you know like yeah i felt like it was really sudden like i i I half expected her to wake up in that moment like oh yeah there's no way she drowned but right she drowned and and i feel like the the same amount of emotion and avenging and revenge that could have happened from her just being in a coma i think would have it would have had the same emotional pull than if she was gone 
Ooh, I don't know if I agree with putting her in a coma. Uh, just because coma to death. Not well. Like that's essentially what you know. You can infer maybe for T'Challa's character off screen. Like you could take that same idea and use it for him. You know, and it becomes a slow coma. As in, yeah, because it's like it's off screen, so it doesn't matter. Versus, you know, if she dies in the moment, she dies in the moment. You know, no, but I mean, like, just you can show her, like, you can show her dying, like, throughout. But like, I would rather have, like, while they're in the council, while they're talking about, okay, she's in the coma. What do we do if she wakes up? She's she's still gonna be queen. Who do we have? Like, what is the procedure of getting the next person in line? Like. I felt like just the death and then like trying to figure out who's going to be ruling Wakanda and then getting back to Namor and like it was there was way too much rushing towards the end that I think slowing down that process and like maybe dragging out something like that to connect everything back might have helped with the rush of the third act. I'm just team either die or don't die. I don't even feel like Shuri got a mole because isn't she the queen now? Shuri, I, no, 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 I, I feel no, no, like, no. no, she's not. No, she's not. Who's so? Who's the next? No, line? she's she's made queen, except it's not official until not. her ritual, her she warrior falls. She was literally made queen. No, I, I believe they always called her princess. They she did, because it's the warrior falls that, you know, she never attended. Baku intended it. No, I'm saying in the moment when Ramonda dies, she's in charge. They look to her. No, they don't. They went to Mbaku. No, they literally looked at her and then she ran off to the lab. Right, because she's she doesn't want to have the throne. She's I, not yeah, I thought they looked at her because that was her mom that just died. Her mom that died. That and do- literally, that is how. I, I don't know. That I is know. how I it as a succession thing. Like, you, I, I don't think they looked at her and said, "You are the queen now." But this like, isn't this isn't the royalty that we're used to. This isn't like European royalty. I'm not saying it's, this is what happens in the previous film. T'Chaka dies. They look at T'Challa. He is right, not official. He is not official until the warrior falls. Until the roar, what does that mean? Warrior, Warrior Falls, the, oh, the, the, the water falls. where they fight. Where yes, they fight. So, but that's what I'm saying. She didn't go to it. Mbaku went to it. I know, but that's what I'm saying. She, it's uh, what's the word? It's intermediate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's queen. Like a step yeah, she's literally queen until she's actually made queen. But she put that to the side because she said, "We need to count on you, Mbaku, to take care of the people of Wakanda." So that's why they all went to the to the the mountains and stuff. I, she was I, I understand. They didn't look to her as a queen. They I to her doubt this is like the most important part of this. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's they... not. <laughs> she <laughs> runs away. That's the whole point. I think where we what our discussion was about like it was whether the death felt like it was kind of too much whether it felt like it was actually helpful as a part of the the plot or, or character you, you know how the characters are playing out um i'm gonna say it's unnecessary because again i think by the end of the film they forgot ramonda even died no they they showed that scene where she said um show them who you are when she's fighting no more that was a good scene i did like that i yeah but- 
I like all the tie tie the tie ends to the previous film. There were a lot. There were some really good ones. Like um, I think go ahead. In their final like fight, you're... in their final fight, uh god. She said something uh, exactly. Oh, the whole thing about uh vengeance. That's T'Challa's line from Civil War. She quoted oh, him directly saying vengeance has consumed us and i'm not gonna let it consume us any further that is that's his line for right before he did not kill uh what's his name uh zemo soldier zemo yeah i was like oh that's great i love that right there uh there was another one but i can't remember it but it was really good any tie-ins they made they were very subtle either you catch them or you don't those are great and even the one that wasn't so subtle, I really like that little flashback to a certain character when she visited the ancestral realm. We can talk about it. It's okay. Elephant in the room. I called it right there in the theater. I looked at JLG. I looked at... Uh, called it? Yes. I said, it's Killmonger. It's Killmonger. Also, I saw he was at the premiere and I was like, hmm... He's either here at the premiere because he's a you know supporter of Ryan Coogler and the Black Panther franchise, or he might have a cameo. There he was. I knew he was gonna have a cameo. It was great. It works too. And it, it was. I absolutely love the way that they incorporated it. Uh I, I, I think he just introduces, you know, uh a, a route that Shuri might as like very well could take. Like mm-hmm. seek vengeance go for it don't be like your brother your brother was soft don't be like your father he's a hypocrite you know did did she only see killmonger in the ancestral realm because she was consumed by the vengeance already when she took the the herb yeah but also too it's just it just makes sense that anybody can appear there's a whole vast of past kings and whoever took the heart shade herb it makes perfect sense you know i did i did not feel that was forced i thought that was actually really well done i agree now that final part where ramonda shows up i took that as oh she showed up now versus yeah. but so i still take it as she did see her but um shuri's journey are you here for it overall going from you know grief almost the stages of grief she goes from you know grieving uh buries herself in her work uh you know and then she loses another person and then she's just angry wants vengeance and she dons the mantle of the black panther do you buy it are you here for it do i buy that she dons the mantle her journey her journey throughout the film i i buy the journey i i feel like she went through the stages that um, at least of grief that that she needed to go through to get to end up where she was at the end of the film, um, she was pissed <laughs> uh, throughout most of it. And then I feel like you see that a lot in her final fight. I, I, and I have my problems with the final fight too, but I feel like you see that at least in some ways when her final fight with Namor. You know, she's like digging her claws into his skin. She's like ripping off uh, like pieces of like his wings off of his feet. Um, 
I'm not saying I want like more like you know Mortal Kombat style of fighting to show like how angry she is, but I feel like I feel like that fight either just wasn't long enough or they didn't do enough with it to like I guess showcase you know her journey from where she was at the beginning of the film to where she ultimately ends up at the end, which is uh you know forgiveness, not being consumed by rage. I believe her. And getting to that stage, I just wish that final fight was done a little bit better to for that transition to happen. I guess that's what where, where my problem is. That whole third act is a problem, uh, and that fight sequence was was a problem as well. Dare I say I like that final fight? Actually, one did you notice that the camera went like straight IMAX camera? Did did y'all peep that? I did. Unfortunately, yeah. There's some technical issues. So. Oh, um, wait, you had technical issues or you're calling it a technical issue? Oh, no. Like, my theater had technical issues. Oh, <laughs> God. That's wow. that. Look, we did our we did the best we can. I, I, after <laughs> the whole we did it. But yeah, there were a couple issues. So I didn't I didn't notice anything uh, with the camera work or anything. Yeah, no, nah, the camera went IMAX. It got a little wider. Oh, I did. I did notice that. I was like, wow, what is that? And I just ignored it afterwards. Yeah. So unfortunately, okay. it pulled me out of the viewing experience in a way because it, it, it was weird. Yeah. Tossing back and forth between the cool blues of the fighting on the ocean to the warm yellows of like fighting in the desert. And I get it. It's a choice that like was it, to me, it feels like it was an intentional choice of going back and forth between the two. But like it really pulled me out of like the whole scene and um, someone pointed out that if you do too many slow motion fight scenes or too many quick change combat scenes, it's not really that great of a a combat scene. And I felt like that's kind of what it was. Like we kept on switching back and forth between her fighting Namor and then like things that were happening on the ship. And it wasn't as eventful to me or it, it didn't have too much of like an impact. On top of it, like we see her as the Black Panther in this final scene, but we have an entire army of kick-ass like female warriors. And then we also introduce Nakia, who is like also a kick-ass warrior. And then like to have her kind of come in there, it was like, oh, is there anybody else that could be the Black Panther? Like, I get oh. it. Like very good at like the technology and i get it your dna matches t'challa's the closest but i don't know if i would have like if i was a wakandan citizen i would don't know if i would have wanted her to be the black panther I, she can totally have any sort of title when it comes to like creating technology any sort of other title but like her becoming the black panther i was a little taken out of it because everybody else was highlighted so much more no she deserves to be the black panther and it was always going to be her it was That's never right. going to be anybody else like i mean I get, it. I get it you're right I, i'm just saying that's my opinion on it like it was i was a little taken out from that i i i think you know that was a big question mark going into this film that everybody was like who's who's in the suit who's in the suit it was always going, going to be shuri 
And, you know, I, I mean, I don't mean to bring this up, but, you know, how Leticia Wright on set was making a big fuss about, you know, getting vaccinated and whatnot. Funny enough, it's like, you better get vaccinated. You're like the star now. Please. Yeah, I, I had no idea your job. she was going to be the, <laughs> the main like, person. We also knew that she was going to be the Black Panther because she talked, she was very vocal about being injured on set, like whenever she had her action scenes. Oh, see, now I did not know that. Oh, I knew about that. I just didn't know. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't know. I, I didn't tie that to her being like, oh, she must be doing like Black Panther stunts. I just thought she was probably in an action scene where because she she was in an action scene before. Um, Hardly. The first movie. I mean, yeah. She yes. did the she had her pew, little pew pew. Yeah, her pew pew. So like in this one and in, in, in the squeakquel, you know, she's probably like hovering on, you know, like little. Uh, suspenders in the air and then oh that's how she got injured but, uh... Uh, but it was always gonna be her though like I've never questioned once that it was gonna be anybody else but sure you thought it was gonna be a Koye I never did but uh, god thank you for mentioning her I almost teared up too during her dismissing uh, when she was demoted that uh, was the best scene in the movie that was a yeah that was a really good scene and Denai shout out to Denai she did a really good job too um, but, uh, that final fight scene, again, I like that final fight scene. Cause from what I can tell when they were on the ground, not him flying around or whatever, it was not CGI. They learned from their lesson. They did not do the one V one of the final, the main antagonist and main protagonist in a CGI fight. The rest of the fight was CGI. When they're on the desert before they get to the desert and then everything on that boat or whatever I'm talking on I'm the not ocean. talking I, I, don't, I don't care about the ocean I'm talking about so the Shuri fact that they versus, did one seed I, I'm talking CGI I'm talking Shuri versus Nemor that's I, not good enough I that's enjoy not good enough. those fights because in the first Black Panther film the best fight sequences were the two at Warrior Falls Mbaku versus T'Challa and T'Challa versus Killmonger. Those were the best sequences in that film, in my opinion. And when that screen went wide, they pretty much did without CGI. And I was very engaged with that fight. I don't care about the boat fight. The boat fight was a CGI monstrosity. Uh, also, speaking of CGI monstrosity, the Midnight Angel suits, I am not Ooh. a huge they kind of look like Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Time out. So yeah. I like the Midnight Angel suits. I'll oh, tell you, God. I'll oh, tell you who I don't like. Do. No. I'll tell you what suit I don't like. I'll tell Riri's? you what suit I don't like. Freaking Ironheart. What the hell? Ironheart suit that, awful. that looks like, a, like an actual Power Ranger. They yeah, both that looks look like a Zord. They look like a Zord. Okay, let's talk about Riri. I think that is a giant... What's the word? Um, no, I don't want to say it's a miss. It's just a giant kind of thorn. Uh, not a thorn, but it's like a wrench in your cogs. Uh, Listen, this is part of Marvel's Phase 4 formula. Is, here is a character that we all have to protect for the greater good of the multiverse. Or whatever she, the situation is. The she's time. the MacGuffin that kicks off the plot. She's the reason why everything is... I don't happening, like it. And I don't like, of... I don't like it. 
you don't like you don't like that she is the main reason why the plot kicks off or correct correct but do you like her as a character like how she is portrayed in the movie no no i don't oh you don't like this because the whole the whole movie because again this is what happens when you introduce a character like her who's going to get her own show and her own series and whatnot is that it, her introduction is rushed and it's like like let's move it along you know oh i'm at mit oh i made a thing that the cia wants because it can find vibranium on the ocean floor uh oh yeah that's my dad's car my stepdad taught me how to make cars are you making stark tech oh yeah just a little thing i've been doing yeah why was she making a suit again and that's my whole thing is that it's not it's not properly why does she have a heart on the it's not fleshed out and it's it uh, to be honest with you i'm not 100 percent sold as her being a likable character either just like america in multiverse of madness like she was kind of there but like was it was there any chemistry involved like i i gotta say riri i had a little bit more likability in this one but i'm not like riri didn't set off sparks for me i i don't dislike her it's just the whole movie it's like y'all saved my life i gotta help y'all out now oh i owe wakanda i gotta don't leave me here in this underwater cave you know can i call my mom right it was just (laughs) yeah it was just it was just like did angela bassett let her call her mom and what did she tell her mom i don't know but it's just see that's an uphill battle that they set themselves up for to introduce a character who you know there's a lot of history to them in a film that's already crowded it just felt a little more crowded and then on top of that that final act suit looked terrible i'm just gonna say it it looked terrible i saw the leaks beforehand and i thought they were fake because of how bad they looked in the leaks the 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 image of the iron heart suit i was like no there, there's no way that is that is clearly Photoshop. It does not look that bad. That yeah, looks her, silly. Her first draft of the Iron Man suit, I liked it. That, like looked better than it the, did look better. I it, it was. That's it, crazy. It was. I don't know how I feel about her like kind of t posing as she's flying <laughs> in the suit, but uh, I I think it was better designed. I really do. Um, I hope they don't go with that suit in this in the series. God no, please don't. Well, I will say I did like Riri. Um, I thought, and I didn't kind of share my thoughts in terms of, of Shuri. A lot of my favorite Shuri scenes were kind of her with other people, whether it was like the more emotional scenes that she had, uh, like with her mother, or even Mbaku at times. Um, and then I liked the riffing with Riri, I think having someone who's a little bit closer in age, who has like similarities in terms of like their intellect. And, and I really enjoyed those scenes. I think I do feel similar in terms of like the, just the pacing and like the rhythm of the, the movie just fell off because there were so much. I think they needed to make some decisions about what they wanted to keep and what they did it. Um, so does that mean, okay, we don't have the reboot plotline, and so we're focusing so we have more time, you know, under the water and exploring the cities? Is it that we're not exploring that as much so that we have more time? With the- I, so I think we, there's some decisions that could have been made a little bit better, but I actually really enjoyed Riri. And I would be more open to, like, uh, you know, watching her TV show 
saying that because I haven't seen any of the shows like this year. And so uh -huh. I feel very touch with a lot of the shows, I think because of some fatigue, but this would like get me to watch it. Cause I was like, Oh, I enjoyed her. And I'd like to see, you know, we got those bits and pieces. I don't know if we could have gotten any more because the movie was all already stuff. So I would be interested to then watch her, you know, at, at MIT, what are some of these adventures? What's her story going to be? Uh, as far as like, I imagine some type of antagonist for her. So they got me and I actually didn't mind America either. Like some of the characters they've been introducing as far as the films are concerned, again, I haven't seen the, you know, the TV show. So I, there's some people I may be missing out on. I, I haven't really minded all that much. If anything, you know, I've wanted maybe something a little different to get to know them. Right. Uh, maybe, more, but at the same time, there are already movies that have felt kind of like the plot is already loaded with a lot. So I, I felt like there could have been some stuff that they needed to make a better decision about, but I liked her. So I feel like with this phase four of like introducing these characters, I think it's like part of the outline when they're writing this movie, it feels like, all right, so we need to have all these extra side, like young Avengers be added into the, into these movies at some point, who's going to have, who's going to get what? All right. Dr. Strange, you're getting America, Black Panther, you're getting Riri. Like, I feel like it was a little bit more of a forced plot line than if we were to actually have like a little bit more of a developed storyline from Riri. Um, and I mean, also with like Namor, like his storyline, it was a little bit more, it form, like it was easier for them to create a storyline based off of like what happens in the comics. Like, and I wish we would have seen a little bit more of that where Namor is really attacking Wakanda because he was lied to um in the comic books he goes and he becomes like this not hero because somebody whether it be um his right hand man which we saw with the Atuma. Atuma. either matuma lies to him or he gets influenced by dr doom and so like we we could have seen a storyline go that way but i think they added Riri there to kind of like be that glue in the storyline of like okay we got to protect this person and then the grand calculus of the multiverse we cannot sacrifice her life see I'm glad they did not go that route with Doctor Doom or someone because it just makes oh there's a white man pulling the strings minorities are stupid they can't see through the bullshit well, uh, that's it was, it's his right hand man that's that's doing it well, I mean, just saying, I'm glad there's not a, you know, a Zemo figure at the top pulling the strings. Because one, we've already seen that before, too. Right. With that said, though, there is another elephant in the room, which I did not think they were going to do this. And that they did it, it made me so upset. They had to remind you about the first movie. Uh, no, not, no, I'm not even talking about Everett I... Ross is fine. I like Everett Ross. It is Allegra de Fontaine that I'm not happy to see here. Why, really? Yes, because that means now we're having a film tie back into the greater whatever, the greater Marvel. That's your Hulk smashing from the ceiling. No, but we, we really did need something that's going to either tie us or get us excited for any well, other phase of... Well, in, 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 in this I... film, I don't need that. I okay, need them yeah. to focus on the characters, the loss that they had on screen and off screen 
I don't need this greater tie back. I don't I don't mind their inclusion. I just don't like how it was handled because that plot line was just dropped completely uh by the third act. Because right, you're talking about um like what's her name again? Allegra she, de Fontaine. Like she's the one that's doing the the Thunderbolt yes. squad. Okay. Yes. You can call um, her by her super villain name. Can I call her by yeah, what what's her super villain name? Madam Hydra. Madam Hydra easier. There we go. Madam sure. Hydra. So Madam Hydra literally what? She arrests um the CIA guy from the first movie. Everett Ross. Everett Ross and, and that's it. The plot's over. Oh, they, like, they're exes. They are. Oh, they, they they were married. Oh, you're helping the Wakandans. Oh, you weren't supposed to do that. Arrested. Never it ties in no way to the plot between uh, Namor and and the and his people against the Wakandans. That to me was a forced like you know hey MCU we, we exist. I think it's fine. Like I. I I, it was if it small. doesn't tie back into the plot, it is dropped. It is significantly. It just—it's literally dropped. just for because I thought, oh, he's getting arrested now. The government's gonna be involved in this final fight somehow, and nothing happens with that. Well, I mean, there there is like a lot of minor hints of like the government coming and interfering. The government wanted to come in and, and attack Wakanda, thinking that Wakanda is the one that like took out that marine ship or whatever and no we know that throughout the movie but, but once you get to that scene where she arrests ross that that plot line of the government like you know wanting to steal vibranium and all that other stuff it it's gone it like completely gets forgotten about for the rest of the movie you don't see it again once ross gets arrested that's it now it's back to Wakandan and um no more and and the war that's going on you, you you don't get him back again until that post credit scene where he gets rescued by Okoye but by that point I was like oh my god wow they where where did this come from I I, I forgot about this guy I mean I get <laughs> it I think in a way it's also character building on her side of them showing like okay she's not just like some ditzy agent that's like you know in in charge of shield like she's she knows what she's doing and that like she kind of um planted all of these things so that she can get is his name ross that's really weird if his name is Ross. yes that shared last names correct um yeah. but that's my thing what you just said about her i never thought that about her i always thought she was very powerful very smart very analytical right. her presence here takes away from the emotional bits for me I, that's probably another reason why i did not feel as emotional watching this film because there are so many scenes that are interjected here that just kind of take away from those moments for me uh like i did not need her here if she wanted to be in the beginning scene being like france you fucked up you got caught france you know i would have been like cool there she is you know uh but then yeah that's a plot line that was there and it kept coming back and it didn't amount to anything everett ross never went to wakanda everett ross i don't even think he really helped other than not telling the world that more is out. out there right he didn't rat them out 
he almost didn't need to be here either. So, but I get why he's here. He's he's part of the franchise. Uh, I'm glad he's here. I don't think he necessarily needed to be here. Um, yeah, I would agree and say that was probably my least favorite kind of plot line that was ongoing. I think it made sense for him uh, to have like one scene, which is telling that Riri is the the person of interest and then leave it at that. Yeah. Um, and I think that would have been a nice callback. We could have had the joking like we we saw and, and just that chemistry that they, they have and whatnot. And I think we could have left it there. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't need the continuous revisits. I'm not all that interested in Val. I'm not, yeah, there's just not a lot of investment there for me. Uh, I liked seeing Ross. And like I said, I think that one scene in the forest probably would have just checked the box of like, yep, call back to the first movie. He's got the intel. Cool. But, yeah. you know, yeah, maybe not my not, not my most favorite uh, plot to, to follow throughout the film. And I I agree now. Like I, I think you guys are right. Like I think just having that one little scene probably would have done more than having those continuous things. I think it's it's it is important though for us to see a little bit more of a tie-in of things that are happening on a human level. Hulk smash you. Oh, okay. No, just, just like with the human level, like I, she's kind of like the thing that's tying all of the stuff on earth um if we only had one scene with her that would have been fine um i think it was it, it would have like you said if she was just there in the beginning like france you done fucked up like i think that would have been okay but i think she is needed in the movie at some point because she's going to be a little bit more of a of a character in movies to come especially with secret wars happening. does she meet shuri does she need to if, does she meet any Wakandans? No, but I think her doesn't need to be in the boat. Like Ross has to, like Ross just gave away government secret. Like he needs to. There needs to be some sort of counter to that. There doesn't. There really doesn't. There really. And you said tie into the human aspect. Aren't they all human? Are you saying Wakandans aren't human? No, I'm saying that in other movies you have mysticism, you have aliens, you have quantum. There's a lot of different elements that are going on in Marvel. So what are, what are they here in this film? Darsh means the the. What are you talking about? Government. You said side. the government the tied government. it back to the human side of things. They're already human. That's what he no, means. I'm, like down yeah. to earth, down to earth. Down They're to already earth. down to earth. They're in the humans. Great calculus of all of Phase Four. This movie incorporates humans, and I think anytime the movies incorporate humans. She needs to be involved. And because Wakandans are humans, I think she needs to be involved. I do not think this movie is crowded. They okay. could cut all her scenes. You're right. Wow. She don't need to be here. We Damn. get less time in Talokan because of her. We get less time with Shuri and Umbaku, which who we haven't talked about. Umbaku took a backseat here too. Uh most deaf um but i like what he had to say every time he was on screen i do agree though i i as i was sitting there i was actually so relieved and I, i'm sure we'll talk about the post credit i was so glad it was just the one 
Like I actually didn't want any tie-ins at all. I wanted very minimal mentions, uh, throwback to maybe a previous film or two, like the ways in which they tied in, like the fact that Nakia wasn't present during a lot of the the wars and whatnot. So the small things are, are the fact that uh, Daniel Kaluuya was not in the movie, but they did mention it. They character. did mention him. So I like those types of tie-ins. I agree with Graymaster. If we could have cut something, I would have cut Val scenes and had Ross show up once and really focused on some of the other characters that we've been introduced to. Because I imagine, uh, you know, she's going to show up in, in other places. And I think that it felt like for me, uh, which is maybe where some of my like, eh, comes from is like this film felt like it should have just been focused on T'Challa and the loss and how do we resolve and heal from that. Um, like them as characters, maybe partially us as an audience. Um, and I don't, I get that it's within the Marvel universe, but I think this is feels bigger than that. Um, and I just, I just don't care about the tie-in at that point then. Um, so that's, I think, if we're trying to find things to cut from a very bloated movie that feels like something that could be easily snipped. Did you like the end credit scene? Oh, yeah. Is, is that it? Is that is that where we are? Well, you talked about M'Baku. But yeah, M'Baku. M'Baku. He, he was there. He was around. He was there. Again, I think he did better talking as right. far as like he had good things to say i like i love his dialogue um and he served as an advisor and again i really like when he, your brother asked me to counsel you you know when he's when he passes he wanted me to counsel you oh there's a good tie-in right there oh i thought i was just a child who scoffs at tradition yeah oh you have gone through too much to still be considered a child. Mm. That was good. That was really good. Especially because I watched the first one right before watching this movie. Um, served his purpose. Um, action bits before the post credit. Are you here for the action? Did the action deliver? Did Namor deliver in all his glory? I do want to talk about Namor really quick. I really, really enjoyed Namor. Like, I, I did too. I think I that he was great. He actually had character. Um, he did. Which is saying a lot compared to what Marvel does with a lot of their villains. Um, I forgot the dad's name in Shang-Chi. Uh, oh, the Mandarin. the Mandarin. The Mandarin. He's one of the only few other villains I could think of where I'm like, wow, I really like this villain in, um, in, in this Marvel movie. Um, I can add. I can now add no more into that list as well. Antihero. I guess antihero. I mean, he was the antagonist of. The, He's the antagonist, right? Um, and I buy it too. And I'm glad they didn't kill him. I'm My God. so glad they didn't kill him. I was so scared. Um, because because I mean that's typically where it, it ultimately ends up in. It's like, oh well, got to kill the bad guy. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't it, got to keep him around. What's interesting for me is that I didn't necessarily see him as a bad guy. And I think that was probably my biggest thing about the movie is that I was very conflicted as to who I was rooting for um, through this. And I I did like the scenes with 
Namor. And I thought that he was, and it's, it's a good villain will make you question who you're rooting for, but like Killmonger did the same thing. Thanos I did not question. No, Killmonger is a bad guy. He's a bad guy, but he did have like when he was giving his speeches of like, how come you weren't here when the rest of the world needed you? Like, and then he shot his girlfriend in the face. Yeah, he is a bad person. I'm saying like some of like the the ideals and things that like obviously Thanos is a bad guy, but did you can he have some truth behind it. Thanos yeah. did not find his daddy with Panther claws in his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the amount of times I've read <laughs> said that in the point, though, as far as like some of the ideas of like, yes, people are only after our resources and not really caring about us as like humans and people and, and the ways in which our kind of our culture functions. It, it's just about what we can offer them and then what they can exploit. So I, I think it's the points, the ideals that are being brought up, the way it's then uh, maybe the behaviors we yes. do not <laughs> how they yeah. executed yes uh but as far as some of the like yeah you made a point and i think there have been a few villains or antagonists uh that that's been the case i think i find those to be the more interesting ones when they yeah you do have a point there wait a minute <laughs> like uh where you can pause and kind of reflect on some of that namor had a point and then he attacked the defenseless queen ramonda and drowned her you lose all points for me. <laughs> you you done attack. You done attack Wakanda and the defenseless citizens, including those two gentlemen in the canoe, who did nothing to you. You start losing major points for me, as far as whatever your point may be. You start to lose it, because uh, again. Wakanda did not go diving underwater, blowing up Talokan. They sent Nakia. They said, get Shuri out. Get the scientists out. And we're done with this group of people. But she killed those two bodyguards. You're right. She didn't have to do that. <laughs> Time to destroy the city. <laughs> Time to kill the queen. <laughs> What's interesting, too, is like even with that, because we had a, this conversation and I was lone wolfing it sticking up for namor um the the scenes of attacking the city it was more of a distraction to get people away from the queen and at this point he was frustrated because he knew that the queen pulled him away so that way the spy can go in and take away like shuri can take away the scientist and the spy ended up killing two of his people and so he was upset about it and he was upset that the queen betrayed his trust with that and then here comes shuri saying like or him thinking that shuri is saying i'm ready to burn the world down and the only thing in her way of being queen is her mother his actions were to go and take her out of the way so that she can be queen and so that she can have the alliance with um namor oh so they make her queen huh they made her queen. Like that's what he's he, that's what he's thinking. He's thinking that Shuri wants to be queen, but he doesn't want to be queen. Nah, you're right. It's still though, ah, eh, he's got he's got questionable ethics. And again, oh, that makes him more and I am not justifying him. I want to make sure that this goes on the record. I'm not justifying him and his actions at all, but I see his war game strategy in that moment. That this is someone that I wanted to create an ally with. She betrayed my trust. This other person that I just had a, 
a, a good conversation and a relation with for a second like this person is who i want to have in the in the seat it's a very political game and i see how it how he was trying to run it because he wants an ally out of wakanda he doesn't want an enemy out of wakanda he got a funny way of showing it that was a very convoluted way to do it but i i oh, guess he got assuming that's what because i i know what you mean by the end of it all he's like yes yeah, all according to plan and i thought really this was you wanted it you wanted it to happen like this but i mean hey he has he has an ally now so i mean they're, um, they're protected and that's Baku. what he said at the very end he's like at the end of the day i still have wakanda as my ally Umbaku said it best too, as far as you know, what is to stop him from coming back and demanding more? You know, you have to confront him. He was intimidating. He used his intimidation factor. Again, questionable ethics, but he was compelling. He was enjoyable to watch. I did enjoy watching. I was like, damn, he's really trying to stab Ramonda right now. Oh, can't stab her. Let me drown her. Goodness gracious um he was he was interesting he was fun i would love to see him again uh dare i say though best action sequence i'm gonna give it to okoye versus atuma on the bridge i really enjoyed that one too because again no cgi no cgi just kick ass with that ashy head it was fenty 440 wow brianna's on the soundtrack and they're promoting her product wow i knew it they said it looking said for it, i think her costume as well was fenty maybe when you're looking for a foundation make sure you're getting the right undertones you know there you have it dr rick is going to lead a whole fenty special uh one episode <laughs> so make sure well, you tune into that make sure you have an outline for that Oh, she can have an outline. I, I I don't know nothing about Fenty. I never watch any of those fashion shows. Um, post credit scene. Isn't that nice? I teared up. He has a son. Well, first, uh, it was funny because almost everyone to my left was getting angry at that scene at first because they're like, oh, no, she did it. She she kept this a secret from the queen, from T'Challa, from everyone. And then she started, you know, saying, no, it, it was a choice we made. And uh, the queen met him as well. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. It, isn't that nice? She has a kid. That's nice. They have a kid. Do you think uh, they're going to, he's going to be the next, the next one, the, the mantle? No, I never. think. Again, yeah. they're probably, as Darce said earlier, adding more fuel to the Young Avengers squad. Okay. I, th I, I don't think this has anything to do with plot. This felt like kind of an emotional, like wanting to really honor legacy. the legacy. I don't think it has anything to do with the future kind of plot line. Um, I, I agree, but they can. It's the fact that they can. They can. If they do, it'll take away from all the emotions of that scene. And they would be wrong to do that. But oh, they yeah, can. because, yeah, the whole purpose is that he doesn't want to be. Uh, they don't want him to be involved in that. Right. At all. Right. 
it's kind of a parallel between uh you know they didn't want to use chadwick's you know likeness in the film they didn't want to cgi him in it was kind of like this is the legacy it's going to continue but that doesn't mean he has to be like involved you know his estate doesn't have to be involved they don't have to use his likeness or they don't have to keep you know referring to him they're moving forward you know so it was a nice wrap up we didn't mention the uh just some of the the gals as far we had a a new a new character introduced anika Mm -hmm. who's dating dating um uh, Ayo, yeah. yes, dating mm-hmm. Ayo. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I think women carried this film actually. If you want to, entire film, absolutely. Yeah, right. That's some really wonderful moments. And just didn't want to want to make sure they got some some shout outs. No, no, and I, I, I say what y'all want. I like the Midnight Angel suits, so I hope to see Anika and Okoye again. Again, that's also very comic accurate, so I really like that as well. Uh, Ew, don't be one of those Marvel fans. Well, they are. I forgot they were a thing. I was like, oh, this is cool. Ew, don't don't do that. Either way, I I like the presence of Koye, Shuri, Ramonda, and Nakia. They carried the film all the way from beginning to end. And then we had, you know, Riri and Anika and Io, you know, in the background, but they're here. And I like that. So, yeah, it's nice to have, you know, female dominated cast pave the way. Did y'all like the suit? The Black Panther suit? I thought it was fine. It had some golden tint in it. Like, um, Kind of like Killmongers a little bit. So I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. She has some of that in there. That's that's a really good call out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all right. It's a Black Panther suit. It's there. Yep, just 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 curious. Just wanted to know. Curious. Yeah, I mean, this goes back to my what I was saying earlier about who could be the Black Panther. I, I don't see her as the Black Panther, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, she is the Black Panther. She the Black there, Panther. I think there's a lot of other great female warriors that could have taken the, the mantle, but that's okay. That's okay. She's the Black Panther, and she's here for retribution. Get a little hot in here, Namor. That is not the line, but hypothermia waters. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that line. I did did like little. We didn't talk about the. I did like the little water bombs. Those are great. I thought all the water effects were actually really good. Those are really cool. Yeah. Um. Damn. Avatar eat your heart out. Say what? Avatar eat your heart out. (laughs) Oh. In the water. near the. The kind of in within the first act kind of the first like attack uh reminded me a lot of um winter soldier as far as like the boat attack and you know and whatnot so oh actually my gosh. that's right and you know what 
the but, siren calls that they did i loved that oh the siren that was scary really actually it's scary that people was. oh that was really cool yeah i thought that was such a cool little nod to like mermaids and like how they would siren the pirates you know and all that stuff very cool no Thank definitely you. cool i mean i'm a fan of shamu in his cameo oh, i thought that was cool <laughs> um no winter which stinks for you so i'm sorry about that winter passed away i know but there was no nod to it i'm pretty sure shamu did too like 20 years ago shamu is a title okay i like the whales <laughs> humpbacks are cool or were they blue whales talk about the costuming just in general we could talk about the costuming across the board it's gotta come on they go ahead and drop the oscar like you think you think so i think if the if they get an oscar nod i'm looking at uh soundtrack the, the talokins for their costuming you know they were great I'm, I'm looking at Namor. I'm looking at Namora. I think they outdid themselves yet again. They look great. Yeah. The, all the white outfits at the very beginning. Some of the updated. <clears throat> yeah. The costuming is great. I don't Excellent. think we're looking at a best picture, but I can see costuming. Um, look at some, yeah, some technical stuff. The costuming, maybe even the make, potentially makeup. Yeah. I can it's, see makeup. What about the I, soundtrack? I can't see for soundtrack. Because really? Not for soundtrack? I haven't First listened to the whole soundtrack uh, yet, actually. This one, so. it seems like there was like a lot of repeats from the first Black Panther movie, um, which is, it's nice to have like those nods, but um, it didn't captivate me as much as Kendrick made it for the first movie. Well, soundtracks aren't nominated for uh, Oscars anyway. It's... Well, there you go. Well, lift lift me up will probably get a nomination, no doubt. Yeah, the single songs, but yeah. it would be score for any type of music. Um, I do like the um, the, you know, the parallels between the Talakin score and the Wakandan score. I thought it was very distinct, very different. Uh, you can hear how he's incorporating. He's Ludwig Groenson. He's very good at incorporating. Yeah. Uh, he's great. You know, the actual cultural sounds and instruments. So, um, yeah, he'll probably get a score or not too. Um, CGI. Namor mm. bad at any times. I don't think he was ever bad. It's just, they made it very obvious when there was a green screen. Oh yeah. Screen. Like they made it very, very obvious. And that's why that's one of the main reasons why I, I didn't like the boat scene, the not, the the boat scene at the very end where they're fighting like all the on the, the sea Wakandans, leopard the sea leopard um like i could tell it was it was green i don't know it just looked really 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 bad um but like <laughs> in terms of like the actual cg like i guess you know no more flying i had no problem with no more flying um it was like 50 50 sometimes i kind of liked how he was like uh using the little flying stuff to zip around and destroy some of the Wakandan ships. Oh, I no. didn't know Namor can fly until this movie. I was unaware. I thought them wings were for looks. Nope. He, uh, he would usually race Johnny Storm a lot. 
had no idea. Wow, I did not know that. Just a jack of all trades. He can fly. He can swim. Just keep him wet. Supposedly, he's as strong as Hulk and Thor. Oh, yeah. You mean this man who's as strong as the Hulk? Yes. Yes. Um, Supposedly, yes. Uh, so says Ryan Coogler. I don't know the. I don't know if that's true, but I'll take the. I'll take the word. I guess. Um, he be strong. Final scores. Where do we stand? A AF scale. Five star scale for Dr. Rika because I know she does stars. Where do we stand? How are you concluding this film? I think I'm at a seven point five. I was actually at an eight coming out of the theater, but I think some of the stuff that we pointed out here kind of makes me a little bit more harsher on it. Oof. It's still a good movie. I, I still I still had a good time uh, watching it. I think it was out of out of the phase four movies that were disappointing. I feel like this one was the least disappointing. Um, it wasn't the best one. I, I still think. Uh, no way home and shang chi are still up there uh but for this one you know we most of us were kind of disappointed by uh love and thunder multiverse of madness i didn't feel the same way with this one so i think it was for what it was set out to do you know being a um uh a good memory for chadwick boseman i i think i think it did a good job so I think I'm at a 7.5. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Dars or Dr. Rika? Yeah, I think, uh, I believe, was it Rotten Tomatoes gave it like an 85? Was that ultimately where it was? Sort of about uh, whereabouts? That's where it was sitting at, yeah. yeah. That's about how I feel. Like, I, I think a really solid, like, B+. I think because there were pieces that I, I think a lot of it just has to do like the runtime and mm. not I don't mind long movies as long as there's it, everything makes sense uh, that leads to how long that is uh, I think there's some pieces here that uh, I would have liked more exploration like if we're going to be there for two hours and 41 minutes there's some things I would have wanted to be able to explore a little bit more which is specifically scenes underwater I think things we named as far as getting some more of those characters I really loved uh, Namor um, so just wanting some more of like his interaction with his own people and his culture. And so, um, yeah, I, I, so I think that's where some of my points are docked off a little bit. It's like, we're sitting there for a long time and, and I feel like we could have used the time a little differently. Uh, but I, I was very emotional throughout. I felt very connected to a lot of just the pieces around grief and loss and, and how do you start to to rebuild your world when it's kind of shattered apart? And, you know, I don't know if I'm interested in that because that's just like my life's work. And that is, I work to help people heal uh, when, when things fall apart. Um, and so I, I think I like to see that depicted kind of within some of the stuff I watch too, um, especially when it's done well. And I just really appreciate those emotional pieces. And Something uh, Grandmaster pointed out is just see, being able to see more women at the forefront, specifically Black women, um, being one myself. I, I like to see some of that representation. And then also just the, the different types of relationships, whether it is like familial uh, or sisterhoods or friendships, uh, mother, daughter, et cetera. I think we, we got 
a, a nice spectrum here of how you know we relate to one another and what we do to to support one another and so I always like that to be depicted within film too so that was something I appreciated I think the parts that kind of lost me or just the things that I feel tired about with Marvel just in general right now is I think my my plea is to allow some of these creators to be creative and I think what worked in the first three phases uh did what it needed to do and I, my my hope is that we can start to explore a little bit more and I think they're taking risks but not going full in um and that that's what I'd like to be able to see is just like go ahead and give people the reins it feels like they're saying do this thing but we're still going to keep you on a leash um and that felt pretty evident in the last few films uh, that they've released um I think I feel my feeling was like this film got a little bit more wiggle room compared to some of the, the last few releases but I'd like to just see more creativity let people do what they do um and see what happens from that um because that's how this was created in the first place so I think a solid B is, is where I'm at um I think on my side of it um I would I, I give it a, a solid seven um, just because of expectations on my side. Um, I went into it. I know I shouldn't do this, but I went to it with uh, higher expectations and um, it wasn't necessarily expectations of like greatness. It was more of expectations of I wanted to feel more out of it and I didn't really get as much of the feeling. Um, I'm left with a little bit more of a confusion on which side I stand on. And then um, internally, am I the villain? Am I the bad guy? Um, but I, I I give it a seven. It was a great film. I was very entertained throughout all of it. Um, but I think there's, there's something missing. It's like you go to a, a meal and you have a good meal, but then there's just something missing out of it. And you're like, I don't know what it is, but something something's not there. And I think that's how I feel about this one. So seven maybe 7.5 because i really did like namor um but that's where i am i think uh we're all relatively in the same ballpark i'm i'm gonna give it a b um it's a low b um namely again i'm here i think acting wise i think everybody did a really good job uh as, as part as far as the principal cast goes um i really enjoyed namor as far as you know new characters introduced here go very enjoyable um it was an emotional ride no doubt whether or not i was invested in those motions all the way is probably why i give it a b and as far as like as uh dr rica said too as far as you know the adding the extra marvel stuff and spending more time with some other scenes or characters i think i really would have enjoyed that as well but i think overall Again, this film is really hard to make. You know, this is the dang near impossible sequel where your your champion is no longer with us. And it's like, do we even make this film? Period. You know, they did it. They did it to the best of their ability. And I applaud them for that, for even, you know, attempting it. You know, some 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 people probably would have said no. Or they would have taken in a direction that did that would not even honor Chadwick Boseman. So I applaud them for all the work they did in trying to get that 
across and trying to really just honor the legacy. And I think they accomplished that for sure. For that, I think they did a good job. And for that, I give it a B. And they're lucky to get that. That was a quote, but let me not. Um, but uh, goodness, folks, those are our first reaction, initial thoughts on Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We hope you go watch the movie. And if you're listening to this, you should have already watched the movie because gosh darn it, we spoiled damn near about everything. Uh, so I don't know what you're doing here. But folks, if you like what we had to say, of course, check out all our other content on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We're on YouTube. Uh, we got things on TikTok, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you follow us there. Dr. Jace is on uh, Twitch. He'd be popping off on there. He'll be dropping thoughts while playing games and all that. But, folks, we really enjoyed y'all tuning in. Uh, but that's it from us here at the Yonko Table. I'm your host, Grandmaster Hoop, fellow Yonko, Dr. Jason Turney, Supernovers, Dr. Rika, and Dars. Uh, we're going to close off this. Um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to all sing. Lift me up. Lift me up. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> next. Who's next? Who's next? Fine, I'll, I'll go next. Hold me down. Keep me safe. Keep me safe. Someone said keep me safe. Keep me safe. Hey, up, Dr. Jace. Hold me. Hold me sound. Hold me sound? Like, like sing it, though. Jesus. Hold me sound. <laughs> Toot, toot, toot. Toot, toot, toot. I can't. This Wakanda forever. Uh, yeah, we're my, we're my. He's. They call him Kukukan. All right, we're done. We're done. we're done. Goodbye. You gotta stop it. Oh right. <laughs> 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 <laughs>